1: Are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Berenzi and I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead uh, Cam Stewart. Uh, we've got a lot of football to get to on the program uh, tonight. Tonight, um, it's a quiet night uh, in the North American. Uh, sports uh, world, so it's an opportunity to get caught up. Uh, with all the futures, props, MVP uh, odds, and everything else in between. Plus, we are at the uh, the halfway point of the National Football League uh, season. And as Bill Parcells uh, once said, "Cam, uh, you are what your record says you are. Uh, after eight weeks, you are what your record says you are." So, uh, I think it's report card uh, time. It's not too early. It sounds crazy. Normally, Cam, in um, the first week of November, uh, if I said, it's not too early, Cam, to start taking a look at the Masters, buddy, you'd say, all right, yeah. let's do this. Wow, all right. <laughs> it's in April. Like, all right. If you want to talk Masters, I'm ready to talk Masters. Well, hey, it's ready. You know, the Masters is next week, guys. It's hard to believe. Uh, but that's what the 2020 gives It's been a crazy world uh, this year, including not one but two Masters uh, this year. Not in the calendar year, but we have the Masters in November uh, next week, and then we have the uh, the traditional Masters in April again, Ken.
2: Can't wait, Gabe. Yeah, and things start off this week. I'll talk to you about it. The Shell Houston Open, always the tune-up to the Masters, so that should be a lot of fun. Everyone's saying, oh it's a loser tournament. No, it's not. Shell Houston Open's a good tournament. It's fine. The tournament last week, the Bermuda Championship, now that's a D-grade tournament, but we'll talk about this one. And uh, I already have some bets I, I put in for the Masters. And I'll tell you this, Gabe: There's a couple guys uh, are almost unbettable at the odds that they have right now. Like it's hard to win a golf tournament, but Bryson DeChambeau right now on Fanduel, the guy's I think plus eight hundred. Like he's eight to one. And uh, there was times where this guy was almost forty to one months ago, but he's been playing so well. The question, the the reason why it goes down too, and we'll get dig deep into this. It's November. So think about this, Gabe, in Augusta. It's not like April, the flowers are out, the azaleas. We don't it's don't You're right. Good, the guy that's the thing. It could be fast. Right? That's the thing. So if you're a small ball hitter hitting the ball at Augusta in November and these tee-offs are early, win- missed, coldness, the ball could travel 10 to 15 yards less on drives, and then on approaches, it could be hard to measure things up, man. I'll tell you one thing. Advantage guys accuracy. who hit it long. Yeah, and advantage accuracy. Guys who know and advantage knowledge. Guys who have been around the block before and know the course. If you're a debutant, your first time there in Augusta, that's a problem. I will say a this, Forencey. Yeah, yeah debutant. That's what they call it. Top, top, top debutant means your first. Yeah, your first time at the Augusta. I'm bringing it today. You I know you're a good. You guys, know, guys and you're, and you're,
1: yeah. You mean a rookie? You mean you mean a rookie? Yeah. Uh, well, I like that. rookie. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the, the fans. They're not fans. They're they're patrons. The patrons, I uh,
2: give a big cheer round of applause for the patrons. (laughs) Classy, a classy fan is a patron. I will say this, Marensi, I know you did well in soccer today, because I can read your mind the way you read my mind. A lot of overs in the second wave of those games. A lot
1: of overs, buddy. I think you did well. Yeah, it was it was Champs League. I did go to an OCAM, but ironically enough, it was with unders. It was with unders. Wow! Yes, uh, I hit some. Uh, I hit some in-game unders uh, today in the champs league. You know what I did hit, Cam? And you know, there's no such thing as uh, free money. But Bayern Munich no. were up two-one against Salzburg. They were minus seven hundred yeah. in-game, and yep. boom, Salzburg scored in the sixty-fifth minute. Two-two. Bayern Munich, the best team maybe ever, fell all the way to minus one twenty-five. I'm like, That's dude, twenty-two minutes. There's twenty-two what? minutes left in this game. They're gonna score. <laughs> Boom, five minute. minutes later, Boateng oh, yeah. scores. They ended up scoring three more, Cam, they, they went from 2-2 to 5-2. You just pissed exactly. them off, Salzburg. That's all you did. <laughs> you, know, you were like, "All well, right, you guys want to score on us? All right, we're going to score yes. three on you now. Uh, yes. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Gabo so Morensi, We're kicking it with a raging Reddit. Cam uh, Stewart, you might think it's a quiet night, uh, but it's never a quiet around these parts. Obviously, there's the election going on uh, right now mm-hmm. as we speak. Uh, but if you want election coverage, tune in to Lester Holt. Uh, we don't go to Lester Holt for <laughs> Mac football picks. We don't go to Lester Holt for NFL picks, do we? So both I go to Lester Holt for election coverage. For,
2: for Dateline, yes. My, and yes. I'm Lester Holt. Yes. There was a murder. There was a murder on
1: the plane. I will say this, Brent. Yeah, thank God. He's <laughs> balance, Lester Holt. That's why I use him. I'm I, suggest I On Twitter. I said, if you want election yeah. coverage, I didn't send people to CNN. I didn't send on nope. the Fox. I said, you want election coverage, tune in to Lester Holt uh, tonight. Couldn't agree more. If you want NFL and Mac coverage, you tune in to Game Time Decisions tonight excellent
2: points you're bringing up and i will say this about lester holt too a great host like they, they, they've tried a lot of people in that role just to introduce the murders lester holt is smooth he always hits his spots like you know he's just one of those guys game i love him too I'm a, I'm a big fan of lester holt but i will say this i'm also a big fan of Bayern munich and the soccer games game hit a nice uh, parlay today and you brought up a great point and i want to talk about to the listeners about this I was in a situation where I'm going to lose a bet, Gabe. I have Atletico in a, in a parlay and they're playing Locomotive Moscow and it's 1 1 the whole game. So I go to the end game, it's plus 205. I'm like, these guys, they're not even really getting great, like superior chances, right? So you could hedge out of these bets and then boom, next thing you know, you're making money at plus 205. That's the thing, man. Soccer betting is awesome compared to other sports because, hey, other than Locomotive Moscow winning the game, if it's a draw, who cares about the parlay?
1: You hit the one-one draw. I gotta tell you, Cam, I'm, I'm very impressed. This went from uh, you know a couple of MLS picks to you're you're betting on locomotive Moscow games, and you're break, you're breaking yeah. down Champions League, Europa games uh, later in the week. Uh, but yeah, it's funny. Uh, soccer has been good to us. We went two zero with the MLS picks on Sunday night, and uh, yeah. today we hit the Bayern Munich game at minus one twenty five. We hit a little Great Man pick. City and uh, Man City and Olympiacos under parlayed with mm-hmm. uh, FC Porto, Portugal under uh, the number as well. So a nice, a smooth 2-0 and oh on the soccer pitch uh, tonight. And although there's nothing going on in North America, uh, there is uh, the Korean Baseball League, the playoffs. We're breaking it down. <laughs> Donnie Whiteside, Andrew McInnes, Game 5 Decisions. Let's do it. <laughs> Game Time Decisions continues. There's an excitement in the air tonight. There's an anticipation as people around the world are all counting down. They can't wait to see what the result is tonight. And, of course, I'm talking about the Korean baseball playoffs. As uh, the KBO baseball playoffs uh, have uh, begun high drama in Korea, Uh, Andrew McInnes is going to step up and in a little bit later on. Uh, we'll get into the KBO. But as I stated earlier, Donnie, if you want election coverage, tune in to Lester Holt. If you want NFL coverage, tune in to Game Time Decisions right now. How you doing, Donnie?
3: <laughs> now, doing real good. Good to be back on the show on Tuesdays. And yes, you are correct. I don't have any models here that are going to tell you who the winner of Maricopa County is tonight. So, sorry, I, I do apologize in advance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one thing, though, guys. You know, there's pressure on the candidates tonight. Everybody's feeling anxiety. Uh, but you know who the most pressure is on? Nate Silver. This guy, yes, like, this guy correct. has made millions of dollars in his career, Donnie, supposedly predicting things. He was wrong in the last election. You can't predict mm. things except the only things that matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you made a career like out of being a predictor. You got the last election wrong. Like, he better be right tonight. He's saying 91%, too. So Nate Silver's on the clock. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely. A, that's a I mean,
1: 91 t- percent. That's bold.
2: I don't I, like I'm don't sorry. Know like
3: that. don't most most companies go out of business, right? Like your only job in 2000, even if you said it's going to be a close election and you pick the wrong side. But when you come out and like shut it down a couple of days ahead of time and go down, I'm still surprised he's able to earn business. So good for him. Good for
1: him. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, a lot of pressure. A lot, a lot. Of, like, it's like uh, I figured all the handicappers out there could relate. You yeah. got a bad run. They, they need to get the Super Bowl, right, Cam? It's one of those. That's deals. right. Over at Cam's corner it? kicks. You guys better. You better get that <laughs> championship game right over at Cam's corner kicks. Damn right.
2: And now we're calling ourselves soccer uh, and aficionados. Yeah. We have to be good, morenci I
1: know that's the thing. People are expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely killing it. Killing it on the pitch. Yes. All right, let's get let's right. get down to business. Uh Giants lose a close one last night. It's competitive. There's no moral victories in sports, but hey, they keep covering the number at home for the most part. Um they have been in every football game except the San Francisco game. Um yet last night was a classic microcosm of um of uh Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones' career. He could be Danny Dimes or he could be dollar store Danny. Um, there's, you know, and there doesn't seem to be any in between uh, with this guy. I'll throw it to you first, Donnie, and then Cam. And of course, Donnie's a Philadelphia Eagle guy. Uh, so you're an NFC East guy. So, you know, you've watched all these quarterbacks. Let's talk about the quarterbacks in this division right now. As an outsider, Donnie, what are your thoughts on Daniel Jones with the Giants? Is it a butt? Are you declaring him a bust already? Jury still out? Should they look at a quarterback in the offseason or do you give him another year?
3: Here's the issue that you're going to come up with, because it was Dave Gettleman's draft pick, but it's not Joe Judge's quarterback. And we all know in the NFL, you sort of get that, let me see what I can make out of Daniel Jones from a Joe Judge perspective. But if it's not your guy, you know after one year and you certainly move on. I think he could be a serviceable quarterback in the NFL, but if you're going to have one of these seasons again, Gabe, where you're going to win one or two games, you're going to be up top and able to draft a really good quarterback prospect. I would not be surprised if the Giants, again, end up with three or four wins. Joe Judge is going to force Dave Gettleman's hand to get him the quarterback that he wants to be the giant's quarter franchise quarterback over the next couple years
1: cam what's your take on jones's future with the giants Uh, do you like him are you you losing patience with him where do you stand with him here's here's the deal i think people remember
2: when quarterbacks used to come out you know they'd wait under the wings and and you know you'd have a couple years to develop i know it's a different world we're living in but the guy hasn't played a damn season yet uh there there is a major problem though the guy has to learn how to what (laughs) How many? He's played 20 games. 20 games. 20 games. Okay, 20 games. A season and change. Here's the deal. Yeah. He, he has to stop throwing the ball uh, you know, when, he, when there's a problem, throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. Garrett talked to about that, but you're seeing some of the throws that he can make and the athleticism. I would not quit on Daniel Jones right now. I have a little more patience. You could see the potential. Gabe him and Slayton have a great relationship as well, and he can make great throws. I know Golden Tate made that beautiful acrobatic catch, but Danny Dimes, when, he, when he's on, he's on. The thing is, it's just, I don't know if it's in his head when he gets rattled just to put it up and, oh, somebody will catch it, probably the other team. Just throw the damn ball away. If he limits the turnovers, I think you'll be good. I don't say get rid of them yet.
1: There is an upside uh, with them. You see the plays that he can make, you see the drives yes. that he can lead uh, lead you on. Uh, but once again, I'll reiterate too, it's yep. amazing. We always hear about these guys that supposedly are so smart, Donnie, because they go to mm-hmm. uh they go to these schools, right? Stanford, uh, Duke. Yeah, you know he went to Duke, but he makes a lot of bad decisions. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Ivy Leaguer. You know, he's throwing more interceptions than anyone almost. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't just say interceptions, but bad interceptions at bad times. I like Daniel Jones, yet he's got to start making better, better decisions. It just has to mm-hmm. happen because physically he has the tools. The decision process has to get better. I can understand both things. I give him another year, guys. I give yes. him another year. Next year, if of the same mistake, then yeah. we got to well, we, we gotta move on here. It is what it is. Right? That, that's mm-hmm. the way I I feel. But if you're if you want to be more negative about this, and I don't know if you guys uh, know this, uh, but I'll throw it out there. Only one quarterback in NFL history has turned the ball over more in his first 20 games in the NFL than Danny Dimes. Cam? Wanna take a take hmm. a dart? Can you give me a time frame? Just not even <laughs> um, that. Just like uh,
2: yeah, come on, i have a real bad
1: reputation, he's bad. He's gone to jail for breaking into people's houses and uh, taking Leaf. their pills. Ryan Leaf! <laughs> Washington State! Go. Good one. We
3: should
1: have,
2: have a game, game. show.
1: Gave it away. Yes! Yeah. Tick, tick, tick,
2: tick, tick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that
1: was and, a great and, clue. Like, I yeah, yeah. Playing against Donnie and Big Man. If you, he nope. got arrested yes. for breaking it. Ryan Leaf. Yep. Ryan right? Leaf. Yeah, I like yep. this. Yeah. <laughs> I like that,
2: Tomoretti. If you said opioids, yeah. I would have got Ryan Leaf. Like, yeah, I, yeah. there was a couple things yeah. I was sitting there with. You
3: <laughs> didn't even need boss. the time frame, Cam. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> hey, no problem, <laughs> Donnie. I know Pacquiao football, football. Donnie's thinking, <laughs> what the hell? Last week he's asking me baseball trivia. Tonight he's throwing football yeah. at me. I come on. I pitch. like trivia. It's fun. <laughs> yep. No, I just Ow. bring it up, guys. Uh, yep. Through 20 football games, Ryan Leaf set an NFL record. He turned the football over 40 times. Oh, my Danny God. Danny Dimes is at 34. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Think about that. Gross. Yeah. Daniel Jones has turned the ball over um, in 19 straight football games. That's hard That's to That's why he was minus – that's
2: why yeah, we bad two ones, ones last night. Too. Bad and
1: ten, bad me, bad. me and Gabe Donnie, we were talking last night.
2: It's like Daniel Jones for a turnover minus 210. I'm like, ooh, that's a oh lot of juice. God. But
1: if it's a lock, it's a lock, right?
3: It certainly <laughs> is. It was,
1: oh, excuse me. Excuse me. 41 for Ryan Lee. 41. Oh, uh, don't, I don't forget stop. those. Yes. There
3: you go. <laughs> right, for 41.
1: 1998 yeah. to 2000. 1998 to, to 2000. Daniel Jones, 34 turnovers in his first 20 games and uh yeah most since ryan lee 40 41 in his first 20 games um wow. you know absolute absolute disaster but there's a lot of upside here all right so what about your guy we can pick on the giants donnie what about your guy carson wentz who quite yeah. frankly didn't play much better than ben dinucci ben dinucci didn't throw two picks <laughs> like you want to talk about unforced errors like carson what, what was the pick in the end zone bro he rolls out. Yeah. There was no need to, like, unforced air. It was on first down, down too. It was on it first down, casually. which was
3: even worse. Yeah.
1: On first down. The, the, you know what I mean? Like, the other one, unforced airs, not under pressure. Mm-hmm. Not in a necessity. I need this play. Just careless, reckless football, Donnie.
3: Now, some of the, some of it doesn't make that much sense because when you're in the fifth year quarterback you shouldn't be it's one thing to have a bad interception they all get that Aaron Rodgers gets pick sixes but the one that really inflamed me was the first drive of the game with about nine minutes to go in the first quarter he rolls out of the pocket to the left side Gabe and there were no wide receivers on the left side of the field so all you do is throw it away he holds the ball up in the air gets sacked and loses the football it was hard to explain because sometimes guys like to make plays but there was no play to even be made other than just throw the ball out of bounds it was amazing he still makes those decisions and you're in a weird spot so you've
1: got Carson Wentz you draft Jalen Hurts yeah. who's really not good enough to replace Carson Wentz Terrible. quarterback situation is kind of uh you know, then nice. you know from from what from Cam from what Carson Wentz was and remember the chance of MVP and we've yeah. got our guy for like you know in the next decade to come there's got to be question marks Cam about Carson Wentz moving forward Oh, there definitely is. And take a look at the Eagles' lore. Uh,
2: Foles is the hero in the Super Bowl. Carl Carson Wentz got hurt. McCown came back and grinded against Seattle and lost. Like, he looks he looks at Foles and goes, oh, my God, this guy won a Super Bowl and I can't do anything with
1: this team. He's always hurting Marancy. It's a problem. I think it's in his head. All right, we'll get into some NFL futures. We're halfway through the International Football League season. Game time decisions continue.
0: SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: All right, we're doing this thing. Game time decisions continues. I am Lorenzo. We're kicking it with a raging redhead, Cam Stort, and of course Donnie Rightside uh, throwing it down with us as he does uh, every. Every Tuesday. And as I was stating earlier, we got to send you the clip, uh, Donnie. We've got a very, very dramatic commercial uh, that plays. Uh, You're going to like it. It's like Super Bowl music. (laughs) What the hell is this? Like, even the first time I heard it, it it's like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And his voice comes on. Do you want to make money? Tune in to Game Time Decisions. Gabriel Morenci, Cam Stewart, top insiders and handicappers such as Donnie, right side, right side. and uh, yeah, yeah, Ooh, so, the tingle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like right that. Right? <laughs> 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 Just to say, hey, we love you over here, at Sports Good, You say, hey, we're showing you some awesome. love, but we appreciate your time. There you buddy. go. We appreciate your yep. time. All right, um, so <laughs> we're talking NFL uh, football uh, right now. Just talking about the, you know the quarterback uh, situation. Just for the record, um, so the Giants get Washington, and Washington could have beat them. Uh, but they they went for the win. They didn't get it. They went for two. Washington lay three here. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers seven and zero right now. They get the Dallas Cowboys this week. Uh, that's that's what's going on in the NFC uh, in the NFC least, uh division. Cam, I'll ask you right now: any interest in the Pittsburgh Steelers running the table, buddy? At hundred? Uh, Twelve to one. Not a, not a chance.
2: Uh, it's it sounds very tempting. <laughs> It's like, you know, it's just, I know, no, like I look at the number and I get excited. I get tingly only, like Donnie only a does. Seven. What? Yeah, only yeah, seven. yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, I get tingly, but we got a long season to go. You don't think anybody's <laughs> going to beat these guys? I, I would like to make a prediction uh, that they're probably going to lose at least two games, Gabe. No, I, it sounds beautiful. I love 12 to 1. We all want to stack our freezer with quality meats and throw a party and buy the best liquors. But you know what? I'm not getting suckered in at that fantastic price. I'm saying no but the value—it's a nice not number.
1: Not in division. Tough. What, what, so Donnie, I don't—I'm not buying into it either. Twelve, twelve. I don't think the Steelers are going undefeated. They will be eight and zero. They're going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. But I'll ask you, uh, Donnie, what, what's your take on the Steelers? Are you buying in? Are they legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Despite the fact they're seven and zero, are you fully bought into this team?
3: Well, I think they're going to be an AFC contender for sure because I do think they're better overall than the Baltimore Ravens and you just saw it on Sunday even though the Ravens are able to go up and down the field you still don't trust Lamar Jackson when it's time to win a football game you trust Ben Roethlisberger a lot more but those Kansas City Chiefs are still sitting out there but back to the point that you guys were talking about running the table I don't think that's going to be possible but also it's a different era now because usually we're just worried about guys you know injuries coming up COVID-19 is running rampant who's to say Ben Roethlisberger doesn't get it or another couple key contributors yep. on their team that might shut it down so that makes makes it extra hard to run the table, even though I don't think they would do it anyway.
1: How about this one, Cam? Can I put you in a New York uh, (laughs) Jetmobile? Will any team go uh, winless? Plus 290. It's not enough. You're getting plus 290. That they lose not every game.
2: <laughs> They're not going to lose every game. The Jets will beat somebody. Here's the thing, too, about these props. They all sound uh, dandy and fun, but say the Jets have a team that's, uh, you know, already clinched things at the end of the year, and they sit everybody, and they decide to win the final game of the season. Hey, we don't want to be that loser team that hasn't won a game. It, it, it's always something that is in effect, and uh, I need a bigger damn number than plus 290 to throw it down with the Jets. Hell, I think I'm the only person who thinks the Jets can play with the Patriots this week.
1: Well, I tell you what. If you think the Jets are going to win at least one game, it's minus four hundred. You can bet that. That's the other side of it. Uh, any? Yeah, that's you know, partly any material. Team sixteen. Um, you know, my, minus four hundred that the Jets, a team wins at least at least one game. All right. Let's. I want to get into the futures a little bit uh, here. I'm not the most patient guy. Neither is Cam when it comes to futures. <laughs> but as we get older, Donnie. I try to show some patience. Down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I want my money now. Yeah. I, well, yeah, yeah. I'm want, yeah, like J.D. Wentworth. I'm like, Where's my money? My
2: money.
3: my money and I want it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, so the yeah. settlement? Fire it off the check. I'm with you. Yeah. I've always wanted to punch that guy. You know the guy at the end of that commercial cam? He's on his bicycle and he rides up on <laughs> yeah, the stage. Yeah. Here's, your, here's yeah. your money, mister. And he's like yeah, try yeah. Teddy's like a guy in the 40s or 50s like guys are riding around bicycles handing you a bag of money. I'm sure you'd like yeah, that. No, okay. and they took Here's 50% money,
3: percent off the top, too. Yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah. And in the other one, <laughs> in the other one, he goes from like riding
2: a bike to a bus driver like he's a man of the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a real it's a real Singing, mixed Everybody's message.
1: happy. Yep,
3: sure.
1: <laughs> you know Donnie? The last time Cam was on a street corner with a guy on a bike and a bag of money he was nope, meeting boy. a Russian bookie. No, <laughs> no, boy. Yeah.
2: Meet me at Lakeshore. And the guy had a no, Donnie, true true story. The guy had a prosthetic time leg. I'm like, Holy jeez. You oh can't you
1: can't yeah, where am I? Hey, you want rubles? I'm not your guy. See <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> fortunately, Everything uh everything uh everything is legal now. Although I just want yes, to say exactly. about this election. Can you imagine the action? Um, You know, the international markets are talking about it's the biggest event in the history of the world. That kids beating the World Cup, guys. The World Cup, crazy. A lot of people bet on the World Cup. Like, a five million dollar bet came in this morning. Um, Like five hundred thousand dollar bets are casual uh, right now internationally. Mm -hmm. It's just amazing. Like, there's literally billions of dollars being left on the table. Something that you know. Uh, that the the sport the American sports books are definitely trying to get regulated, uh, moving forward. They they apply for this stuff, right? They apply. Mm-hmm. It's up to the it's up to the gaming uh, commissions to whether give approval or not uh, for this stuff. I just want to throw that out there. All right. So so listen, and like I said, now that we're at the halfway point of the season, though, and especially this year, guys, with the COVID, it was tough to play futures, right? And we're seeing in college football right now. I don't know how are Wisconsin going to play all these games, guys. Wisconsin season falling apart. If you got a Badger, if you got Badger futures, win total stuff like that. Um, so uh, I don't think it's it's premature now to start talking about NFL futures. You know, cold weather's here. We're into November. You yeah, know, we're halfway through the season. The, the value's not always going to be there. These big numbers all, aren't, aren't going to be there with these teams. Um, you know, as as the weeks pass by. So let's start off. Uh, we'll sort of go team by team here. I'll throw it to you first, Donnie. Kansas City Chiefs. They're plus three fifty. I actually think there's value with this. I don't think, is anyone better than Kansas City? We're due for a repeat champion. I hate to be, um, you know, Connie Chalk here, but Kansas City are the team to beat, in my opinion. Agree or disagree?
3: I completely agree, and the reason being behind that, Gabe, is not even so much their offense. They did lose that game big to the Las Vegas Raiders, but outside of that, their defense hadn't given up 20 points all season or more than 20 points in the last three games, Gabe, under 17 points. If the defense is going to play that well, matched up with that offense and the game plans by Andy Reid, I think you're right. 350 looks good.
1: Cam, in a playoff game, bro, in a Super Bowl when it's third and six, Mahomes is tough to stop, man. He's tough to beat man. in a playoff game. Cam talked about he, that yeah. defense. Uh Donnie talked mm-hmm. about the defense, cabinet and In the playoffs, you know that they're gonna make plays. You know Mahomes gonna make plays. You know Kelsey's gonna make plays. You know Hill's gonna make plays. Hardman's coming on right now. Dangerous team. I mean, I'm not saying officially Super Bowl champions. I think they are, but let's just say I'm saying I think they're legitimate contenders that can win the Super Bowl again. Yeah, and I, I I agree too. You look at the list, man. I think a lot
2: of those teams under Kansas City still have flaws. Right, like you know, the Seahawks at eight, eight to one. Sure, they pick up Dunlap, but their secondary is still ravaged. Like I look at Kansas City, and I learned the hard way. Uh, You know, I went down to Vegas game for that Super Bowl and I was all in on San Francisco. It looked great for, you know, 52 Mm -hmm. minutes, 53 minutes of that game. And then not only did they screw up the pick, the the teaser got mashed, too. And then I had to play blackjack like 16 hours a day to try to get my money back and grind it. And I actually did win. It was the hardest working business trip ever. But I like the Chiefs at plus 350 as well. Uh, I look at the Steelers. I don't think they're not not even close to the Chiefs. You could look at other teams. The Ravens, they don't win big games. I'm gonna be with you. Well, we're and gonna Then go even through. if you want to okay. hedge
1: on the Super Bowl, you're ready to rock. Well, we're going through each team, Cam. That's it. Uh, so uh, okay. it's like the uh, yeah,
3: like, <laughs> end the <of> segment. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, he has a hard time comprehending that, Donnie.
3: just taking a list.
2: look
1: at the list, saying, Oh, okay, no, that's no, good. That's good. It's I great. know. I know. That's that's at the list. Yeah. exactly. But uh, so the next choice, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Not the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills, Cam. Not the Colts at 24 to 1, but the Steelers. I know. Yeah. I know. So the Steelers are plus 600. You know, they're the second choice to win the Super Bowl right now. I don't know if they're the second best team in the league. In my opinion, you got Pittsburgh at 6 to 1. You got Tampa at 7 to 1. You got Seattle at 8 to 1. Out of these teams, I think Seattle are better than Tampa. I'm not fully. I, and I predicted before the year started, guys, with Tampa, before the year started, I said. This is going to be just like Joe Montana and Kansas City. If you guys remember when Joe Montana went to the Kansas City Chiefs, he was successful. He didn't win a Super Bowl, though. They got to the NFC Conference Championship game, and when people ask me, how do I think the Bucs are going to do, I said, you know, I can see them getting deep in the playoffs and then sort of losing. The Super Bowl, Donnie, of course, is in Tampa. They're winning football games. They are a dangerous team. I just don't view them as like the best team in the NFC, although they're dangerous in my opinion.
3: You know what's interesting about this, too, when you look at it? Because I love Russell Wilson in Seattle. They're doing amazing things. And the fact that Russell Wilson now doesn't have it. We used to complain about just he doesn't have an offensive line. He doesn't have a defense, and they're still winning games. I would actually like Seattle a lot more, Gabe, if we were in a non-COVID era and they could pack it because they look like they're going to be the front runner to get home field advantage out there in the NFC West and host all their games up in Seattle, which would have been a massive win for them overall. But now you're going to have no fans probably in the stands. That gives an edge for me for Tampa Bay. I think their defense obviously is markedly better than Seattle. But I do want to see this offense here for Tampa Bay. Now they're going to get Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin back. It'll be interesting, but I would like Seattle a lot more if they were able to pack the stands up in Seattle.
1: All right, here's your chance, Cam. Here's your chance, buddy. The value (laughs) So We're we're getting lower in the board with the screen. You're free to scroll down a bit here. Uh, But (laughs) if Tampa are dangerous, I think Seattle are better. In my own personal opinion, I think Seattle are the best team. I'll take Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's going to get to the Super Bowl uh, Green Bay, I like, but yeah, I don't know. With Aaron Jones back, it could be different. But the, the, the inconsistency factor is a problem. Uh, Seattle doesn't get a pass rush. I get it. I'm not buying into Baltimore. I talked with Paul Bovey last night, Cam. To me, I think the I think KC or the pick at plus three fifty. I think the NFC team is seeing the Seahawks at plus eight hundred, and I think the New Orleans Saints at plus thirteen hundred are very dangerous, Cam.
2: Yeah, I don't know. The Saints, are they ever going to win that big playoff game? At that number, though, we don't have to lay it, lay it like it was before. It is a little bit of value with that number. But uh, I think Seattle, uh, the defense, eventually they're going to get Adams back. He's been hurt, and that'll be huge for them. And uh, Dunlap will be a great addition. I'm with you. I think the Seahawks can go all the way this year and play Kansas City in the Super Bowl. All right, we'll
1: have more NFL. We're going to get into some college football as well. dun But right. game time decisions <laughs> continue. Yeah. Oh, God, like, I swear, like, the we need we need a live video feed of Cam Stewart in between commercial breaks, man. Like, that <laughs> that's what we need. So just for the record, Cam's not happy that I called him out already. He's all right. Oh, with you it, do, all, it's you just, do it all the time. It's just I, sort of it's, it's just sort yeah, like the first I'm, fastball of the game, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true. I, I, I didn't realize. I thought we were just saying, I like this team, I like this team, and this team there. But, yeah, we should have individually gone through it. And I, I will admit, I, I did ask uh, Joe Lisi about the Pac-12 when we were talking about the Big Ten. I think <laughs> was, yeah. but the, Pac-12, but the, but the Pac-12 is back this weekend, baby. We're going to rock. Yes. But you
1: asked her about it three weeks ago. <laughs> uh, one, it was actually it was one week. It was one week. No, no, no. But no, it, was, no. it was before the Big Ten started, and we're in the week three of the Big Ten now, buddy. I remember all. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll ask, ask the guys in the chat because I know
2: the Big Ten already. Anyway, let's uh, we'll move forward. <laughs> it wasn't three weeks. It wasn't three weeks.
1: It was. Yeah. It was two and a half weeks. Two and a half. Okay. But so Cam was a little agitated, but in a good hearted manner. And then, like, the backbreaker came during the break when he was told that uh, he has to start adjusting his screen. What do you mean I got to adjust my screen? <laughs> I'm out of room here. I'm right against the back on the wall.
2: <laughs> I also got a text message saying saying I won a prize, and I don't know if it's, like, true or not, but don't put <laughs> yeah. yeah. in. Yeah. You, you didn't win a win prize.
1: Yeah.
2: No, but it's you not did, one of did, those. You games. didn't win. And, no, no, Dave, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. It's not, like, Publishers Clearinghouse or one of these. It's somebody I know. I, like, I get entered in a draw when you, like, get things, and I think my ticket won, so I get, like, a $200 <laughs> gift pack. But anyway, we'll talk about it after the show.
1: People want to talk football. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, let's let's keep rolling. I'm you like that.
3: <laughs> it was too good. It was too good. All
1: right. Uh, so, all right, Cam, you sort of got uh, the short end of the stick. I remember. You see, I'm not leaving. Out here. we're going to go back to you here. Uh, Super Bowl okay. value picks. You weren't buying into the Saints at thirteen to one. What about your Colts in the twenty-four? The Bills. Yeah. Are they, yeah, the Bills aren't making the Super Bowl. The Bills can win a playoff game or two, but mm-hmm. winning the Super Bowl. As you stated, crazy things can happen. Guys get COVID, injuries happen. You never really know moving forward. Look at the Green Bay Packers now, guys. They're really out of running backs. Aaron Jones is hurt. Uh, AJ yep. Dillon's got coronavirus. Jamal uh, Williams was hanging out with AJ Dillon, and uh, the 4 string guy hangs out with them all, and he's been exposed to it. Exactly. So whatever, you never know really what's going to happen. But what 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 are you looking at if you're going to bet a Super Bowl value pick right now, Cam? Who are you taking? You know what, Gabe? I, I'd probably take the Indianapolis
2: Colts, but uh, it's a biased pick. Like, I already have futures on these guys, and, and Phillip Rivers, I just don't know. Like, but I look at this team, I'm like, th- their defense is really, really good, and they've been doing it without key starters that have been hurt. Uh, they're a very dangerous club, but the thing is, can Rivers, like, have a game where he doesn't make a big turnover? He can't really get it down the field anymore with that side sidearm motion. And as for the Bills, Gabe, I don't know. Like. It, there, there's certain things I, I would like them, but I don't know what the hell happened to their defense. We've talked about this. They used to be, when going into the season, like I draft them in fantasy dressing, I don't understand how Cam Newton in New England like ran on these guys. It's like, what are you doing, Buffalo? So no, they're out. I can't really see it. I like your Saints pick in the NFC. I agree. They have the tools, uh, but I would say Colts. If you're looking for a little bit of a longer price, that's where I'd go.
3: Donny, Donnie Longshot. Yeah, t- I, I agree with Cam on this one. Two deep long shots here in the AFC. If you're gonna go with the Colts, I still think the team that has the moxie to get through and the you know they showed last year they can get to an AFC championship game. The Tennessee Titans here right now in FanDuel, 28-1. Yes. If they get it together and get healthy, they might be able to take a run. You can't discount them. Can't discount them one thing I'll
1: say: with the you know, the Chiefs are dangerous, but they're not unbeatable. Mm-hmm. This year it seems kind of wide open. Like, you know, like to me. You could take the Seahawks, the Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Saints, put them in a hat, shake them up, and whatever. You know what I mean? Like any one of these guys yeah. could beat any one of them on any given Sunday. It sounds cliche, but it's true. It really is. Like, the playoffs are going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of good teams in the NFL. There's a lot of really bad teams. So once the playoffs are here, it's going to be cool because I can't take watching any more of this NFC East football, I'll tell you that. <laughs> all right, so I asked guys I asked guys on Twitter. Um, I said, name a game or two. We'll, 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 we'll get to them. Can't get to them all. But um, first guy up, actually, uh, was, I, lo- I like your style, buddy. Uh, I forget his name. We got a million tweets that today, but Ball State <laughs> at Miami of Ohio. Oh yeah, we're getting the party started, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready. I, I I studied that, uh, Cam. I'm ready to go back to school here. And I'll tell you what, yeah, Ball State. Ball State are so you know on the cusp of breaking out. You know they've got a good offense thing with Ball State guys. Seventeen returning starters. Seventeen returning starters. Um, you know their their offense is back. You know, Ball State are you know somewhat of a trendy team, but with all that they being are. stated, the price is pretty short. And um, Gabbard's brother is the quarterback at Miami, and the kid's pretty good actually. I don't know how many years of eligibility. Is it just me, Donnie, or like do they do they? Is it eight years of eligibility in college now? It's a lot of quarterbacks, I, I, really especially specifically
3: lever. in the MAC. Yeah, thirty-year quarterbacks yeah. in the MAC seem like they're going now, and nobody's <laughs> going to get penalized for COVID. So I can't wait in the next two years in the MAC. You were going to have twenty-seven-year-old quarterbacks.
1: Man, I'm choking here. I want to remember the kid's name without looking it up. Can you know it, Cam? Blaine Gabbard's which brother. Blaine Gabbard's brother. It's cheap.
2: Brett uh, Gabbard. Brett.
1: I, Brett. Brett. I knew
2: <laughs> yeah. <you laughs> I you was gonna. yeah, Brett. It's like a B. It's like ripping. You know, Brett ripping, Ryan ripping. Yeah, Brett. Brett. Yeah, I know, dude.
1: It's a short price here, Donnie. I don't want to put you on the spot. It's a action game, but Her you know, trendies, you asked us about it. I, dude, I both states too trendy here. Give me Miami of Ohio on their home field, guys. We're talking That's about the what I'm Mac talking Champions. about.
2: I agree, man.
3: No, I would agree I, with it as well. And also, it's kind of interesting. I mean, the MAC just parachutes in on a Wednesday night post election with a <laughs> you know six game card out here. It's wild that it's they're. Usually, we're used to seeing them. Yeah, it's crazy. It's good, good, good for them.
1: I love I hope it. They start think with about some it, Tuesday. man. That's
2: a I smart hope move. they're playing next game.
3: Tuesday.
1: They
2: will. Yeah, the elections. Man, right? I think they're all the rest
3: of the way, right? Yeah, I think they will. The
2: elections. Yeah, yeah. The elections tonight. Yeah. But good on the Mac. They're coming out and say, you know, after the election, boom, we're gonna, you're gonna love football. And Gabe, Two of those games are at like right when we start game time decisions. Early kickoffs. We got the six <laughs> yeah, Eastern, big, three big Pacific. Show it's,
1: it's exactly a show. Mac. Mac tonight tomorrow night. Mac. Yeah. Always busy. Uh, yes. All right, Donnie, your uh, Miami Hurricanes looking good, 5-1, and one, yes. only loss against the Clemson yep. Tigers. They like where they're at right now. Uh, De'Ara King, 11 touchdown uh, passes on the year, brings a swagger and a level of confidence uh, with this football team. NC State aren't bad, though. NC State uh, aren't bad. I what agree. do you make of this? The number feels a little high when I initially look at it. You're a Canes fan, so I'll ask you first, Donnie. What's your take on this game? Yeah, nope.
3: Yeah, 9.5 now moves up over to that 11, 10 and a half. It does seem a little bit, you know, as a steep number because I do think NC State is a decent football team. But keep in mind, Brevin Jordan's going to be back, the All-American tight end for the Miami Hurricanes. That's an added boost here. And outside of the Clemson game, this offense really rolls. So I'm going to look forward to taking the Miami Hurricanes in this game. I think they can win this game on the road by two touchdowns.
1: Cam, feels like there should be some points in this game as well. What's your take, Cam, on yep. Miami and uh, North Carolina State? Total 59.5. I agree. Like
2: in the old days, you'd say, wow, Miami and NC State, like a 17-14 grind them out game with a lot of defense. But both of these teams have changed. I think Miami can uh, score on NC State. And NC State, conversely, they could put some points on the board as well. 58 and a half. I think that's a gettable number. Gabe, I don't like to go against home dogs at a, at a double-digit price like that. I think Miami can win the game. I'm not sure if they're going to win by 11. Uh, I like the over, and I'd lean to NC State. But we'll see. Do more
1: investigation needed. You know mm. what's really cool, guys? That game is Friday night. We got some – you night. Know, mean, I remember Friday nights in the old days used to be the Joe Tessit cool. or Rod Gilmore special, Donnie. Remember the San <laughs> yeah, Jose yeah, State, yeah, yeah. State game? Utah State, yes, correct. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, that the was Egg. the Friday night. <laughs> yes. yep. now, the bigger, now the bigger conferences step up on Friday nights. Uh, you know, Nevada's a fun football team uh, this year. They're going to tattoo Utah State, uh, guys, later points uh, with the Wolfpack there. But Friday night, guys, massive game, Uh, national uh, playoff implications. This is a strange year. You never know who's going to get in. Weird things going to happen. Although, yeah, BYU is probably going to fall just short. (laughs) I think. Excuse me. I think if the of the non-power schools, I would say Cincinnati have the best chance of getting in. But but BYU are right there, guys. They're ranked ninth right now. This is the big game for them going on the road. If, uh, for everyone tuning in right now, listening, watching, if you haven't seen Zach Wilson play, you're missing out. Right, this kid, uh, this kid's a stud, and uh, they're talking about him being a top ten pick in the NFL draft uh, this year. It's rare for a BYU quarterback, but he's that good. And uh, Donnie, I'm sure you sure you know the history, but he actually committed to go to Boise State, and he reneged, yeah. <laughs> and he decided to go to, uh, to to BYU. So it comes full circle. Game of the kid's mm-hmm. life. People talk about the NFL. He's going to be judged big time. Every NFL scout and general manager in the league is watching this game Friday night, guys.
3: Yeah, unbeaten Boise. I mean, or excuse me, unbeaten BYU in this one. Minus three, or excuse me, minus one opens up. And now we're sitting at minus threes across the board. It has the feel for me. is yes, a showcase game. Usually you get that colder weather in November, but you're still going to be around that 50 degrees, light winds. I see that over under opened up at 57 and a half game. Now moves up to 60. And I agree with that. Two good quarterbacks, two good offenses. I think we go back and forth in this one. I think they can get that 60 number here.
1: Cam, I think BYU are going to go in there and win this football game. Remember, BYU beat them last year, actually, in, um, in Provo. They beat them last yeah. year. I know it's a revenge spot. I think they beat them again, yeah. buddy. What, what do you think about the BYU game? I'm not getting in front of this Cougar yeah. team. BYU's been good to us,
2: except for when we had the Cougars. Remember in Cougars versus Cougars, and we were on Houston Ooh, Cougars. No, that was a bad. That was pick. a bad Cougar. Yeah, we were on the. We should have bet. We should have petted the BYU Cougar. We got burned. Wrong I will Cougar. say this. Uh, yeah, wrong, wrong Cougar baby. Yeah, BYU can go in there and get it done. I don't think they're afraid. And remember BYU, we talk about it. Men, just a lot of big mean guys. Hey, these guys are going on their uh, missions and missionaries. They come back. Do you think they're afraid of the blue turf of Boise State? God, they've they've seen way scarier stuff. I agree with you right now. I have a lean to BYU total 59 and a half. I'll I'll ride your wave, Donnie. I don't really have an opinion, but uh, that should be back and forth. Really like the over keep the party started.
1: Let's party. Let's go. A game guys, a game that uh, is interesting here. And you know, the theme of the week. So it seems that a lot with people, football fans has been, I can't defend this guy anymore. Like across the board. Like it's that, you know, everyone's at that point. Carson Wentz can't defend him anymore. I got Giant fans tweeting me last night. Mingo loves the Giants. I've defended this kid. I'm done with him. I can't take it anymore. I said the same thing over the weekend about my guy Harbaugh. I can't take this anymore. Like, it's just, you know, the timeouts, Donnie. You want to talk about mismanagement, bro? I don't know if you saw, like, it was like a coaching 101 of what not to do at the end of a football game. Like I said, I hope you enjoy your two timeouts with breakfast, uh, Coach Harbaugh, on Sunday morning because you still have him, bro. And we could have stopped the damn clock. Like, I, uh, dude, I don't know what the hell happened. Then we find out uh, Milton's talking about, he, you know, he didn't even know who the kid was that sacked him like 11 times. Uh, They didn't prepare for him. Gaddis comes out and says, it's on the coaching staff. We weren't prepared. Well, I don't know what the hell is going on. They open up as three-and-a-half-point favorites at Indiana, guys. Indiana 2-0, they beat Penn State. And I'm more impressed with their win against Rutgers. They went in there and smashed Rutgers. And now they go home, they're getting three and a half. It finally moved two and a half. What do you think, Donnie, of this Michigan-Indiana game? Is this a game where Michigan sort of counterpunch, though? Everyone goes against them, and they show up. It, it almost has that feeling, doesn't it? It happens.
3: It's counter yeah, it's definitely counterpunch time. You Even take a look at that Michigan State game where I, I don't know what Michigan was. The, you should eviscerate that football team, but when you have that bounce back effort, Indiana <laughs> and Rutgers, we thought Rutgers would have a nice effort against Indiana. They look good, but I think it's referendum time on Jim Harbaugh. I think you get one last really good punch out of Michigan. Even though they played so poorly last week, Gabe, I'm still in the opinion I'm going to take the minus three on the road and figure they'll get it right. They're more physical than Indiana. No way they should lose this football game. And again, referendum time. You got to win this in your Jim Harbaugh, or they might just run you right out of town. It's amazing. Michigan keep, keep losing, Cameron.
1: people keep betting them, huh? including me. I know. Including but me, me. <laughs> you Thanks, <too>. Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the help. Better Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> it, <yeah. laughs> All right, Game Time Decisions uh, continues. I am uh, Gable Morenzi. Of course, it's election night uh, tonight, uh, so the sports world uh, has been shut down in North America for the most uh, part. Actually, it has been. Uh, but there is action tonight. There is action. And we're going to put Cam's quarter kicks. Cam fancies himself quite the soccer expert uh, right now. We're going to see what he has to say about the Copa Sud America. Copa suit America, Ken. You ready for some deportees, uh, Deportiva's uh, Talima action? <laughs> I got, uh, yeah, I'm looking at the live games here.
2: I got a pick for you. Um, Mexico Ascenzo, that's, uh, uh this game's at the half already, so in-game live action. Here's the deal, Gabe. Sorry, uh, my headphone's f- uh, here. Yeah, I'm really uh, having a lot of fun. I almost went through my wall. I got this. Ty, let's talk tie in this game. You got the home team, plus 260. You got the way, plus 270. It's minus 120 in a tie. Okay, give me the tie. It's nil-nil at the half right now. Why don't we get a tie in tapiccio Celeya in the Mexican Ascenzo League? Why don't we get a tie?
1: I'm looking at taking uh, this Talima team, actually, uh, Cam. Colombian soccer team. Uh, they're in the minus 150, uh, minus 150 uh, range. I think they could be uh, worth a look uh, here tonight. We'll find a couple of spots so, uh, yeah, we got a Colombian team taking on a Chilean team here in the uh, the Copa Copa Sud America. It's the uh, second division. Second, uh, uh, actually, second, they're in second place in the Chilean Premier Division, this team. Uh, it's big time soccer, uh, Ken. These tournaments are uh, big time around the world. So, you know, like I said, yep. it's, it's always happy hour somewhere, buddy. There's always action somewhere. And Damn we right found there it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to go to the animals tonight. I'm going to probably stay away from the humans and uh, bet some animals bet tonight, I'm phony? thinking. Yeah, I can to bet can't the go
3: Yeah,
2: You have any action okay. right I'll now keep up. Up. Uh, it will, the the, the uh, Yeah, I can go uh, for one more race. Indiana Grand has their final race, so I'm going to take a look right now. Uh, actually, I do like the one horse, the Black Ace. Uh, he's right, plus 150 one horse, to win Indiana this Grand. race. Yeah. yeah, you got it, buddy